Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Jason Swank of jasonswank.com. Jason, 16 years ago, heard the cries of distress coming from beleaguered businesses and decided to take action. He founded a successful digital agency and over the span of 12 years as CEO, championed in the digital advertising arena for clients such as Aflac, Lotus Cars, Hitachi, AT&T, Coke, and LegalZoom. In 2011, he sold his agency for seven figures and continues to use his powers for good by helping other business owners achieve their goals today. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. You, for, you did forget one thing in there. The number one resource for agency owners voted by my wife and kids. Ah, well, that, <laughs> there you go. If only our wife and kids votes counted in our bank account. There you go. That's right. <laughs> um, now, obviously, uh, you started and built and ran a very successful uh, digital marketing agency. Uh, I know, obviously, how did you get started? You know, it's a, it's a great question. It, it was kind of like everybody else probably getting started by accident. You know, one of my friends, I actually owe all, uh, all my success, well, other than my parents and my wife, but I owe all my success to Justin Timberlake. And if it wasn't for him, even though I've never met him, I don't know him, um, one of my best friends looked just like him. And so in the late 90s, I designed a website kind of making fun of my friend and Justin and uh, basically created this band website called In Shit. And it got really popular and everybody loved it. So then people said, hey, you know, this new website thing that Al Gore created, you know, can you um, create me a website? And I was like, sure, $500. So that's kind of how I got started. That is absolutely incredible. And then how did you – I mean, obviously, there's a whole lot of secrets of your success, but how did you grow it from one $500 website to a multi-million dollar agency serving some of the most recognized household names in the world? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a long, long process and uh, a lot of learning over the over the years. But, you know, it was all about – I was telling someone uh, earlier this morning, it's about just getting it done versus perfect, right? And so – we knew very, I mean, we were kind of naive too. I mean, we were right out of school. So I worked for Arthur Anderson, the paper shredding company for six months until I hated it and, and started this. So, you know, it was just trial and error and just setting up the right systems. You know, for five years, Seth, you know, we struggled. I mean, you know, we were always profitable. We always grew every year, but, you know, we couldn't figure out how to break the half million mark. I mean, that was just like a ceiling for us. And then what we started realizing is, 
you, you need to have systems and processes in place. I'm not just talking about technology. I'm talking about documented systems. And when we started doing that, the business could grow and scale at a rapid pace versus, you know, just relying on us. That makes sense. And I think we all uh, struggle with that in one way or another in our business until we, until we figure it out. Um, let me ask you this. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Um, you know, just putting out, just helping people versus selling, right? In the very beginning, I literally was going through the phone book and I'd be like, you need a website. I wouldn't, but I wasn't helping them, right? Because I didn't know how to get them in the search engines. I, I was just able to create a website. And so I didn't demonstrate I could help them by helping them first. And if I could go back in time, I would just say, look, put out good information that helps people for free and starts building your street cred. And then, you know, you're, you're building up your authority. I mean, like what we heard at Traffic and Conversion, Gary Vee talking about, you know, why he gives away a ton of his information, right? It's all about building his street cred. It obviously works to get $85,000 an hour speech, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a incredible point. Um, what is, with all you've achieved, I mean, how did you get to the point where um, you sold your company? You know, in the very beginning when we started, because we started out in 99, so this was in the dot-com era, and everybody was getting bought for just goofy money. And we were like, well, cool, let's, I want some goofy money. And, right. Um, and we, we were stupid and started making decisions based on money alone. And actually when the dot-bomb happened uh, and things started really tanking, that's when we actually start taking off because a lot of the big guys went under and you know we didn't really have much overhead. So we were like, we're already used to living off ramen noodles and pizza and whatever. And so that's really when we started to kind of, you know, dominate. And then, um, you know, it was just persistence and, and just rocking and rolling. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? To put, well, when I first started, I was probably a really crappy boss, right? And um, I was a control freak. Where, you know, I just wanted to control everything versus setting kind of giving everybody the clarity of where the company wants to go and then giving them the freedom to make decisions and fail in the very beginning. Now, we got smarter as the company progressed, but um, that's what I would would, would uh, tell my younger self. That's OK. That is good advice. And you are helping other digital agency owners all over the country now talk a little bit about how you transitioned from I just sold my company uh, for a really nice check. What am I? I went to Disney World. What am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was another accident, right? Um, so when I sold my agency, I didn't know what I was going to do afterwards. I was just like, all right, cool. You know, I'm, and I really need to take some time off because I, you know, we're creators, right? We We like to build stuff and and we want to be significant and we want to help. Um, but obviously I had a non-compete, so I couldn't start an agency again for a while. And so I was like, well, the grass is greener on the other side. Let me go, um, you know, create an iPhone app and uh, let's make billions, not millions. Right. And so I created this iPhone app and 
it t- took pictures of everything that you ate and gives you a visualization and overlays your emotions. And it was cool, but I hated it and I wasn't want, I didn't want to do it. So I was like, man, if I don't believe in this, I need to just shut it down. So then I worked for, um, as a chief innovation officer for a, a big financial technology company. Didn't like that. But at the top, about a year and a half after I sold, I had a couple of my old competitors reach out to me and start asking me questions like, well, how did you get clients like AT&T and Aflac and, and how did you hire the best talent? How did you get the best place to work? So I started helping them out for free and I really loved it. And my wife said, well, why don't you do that for a career, a new career since you, you're doing it for free? And so I was like, well, yeah, that's a good idea. So then I started a podcast called the Smart Agency Masterclass and started creating content and literally started reaching people all over the world. And uh, I have the, it's the coolest job in, in the world now. And I like to tell people, you know, because everybody kind of looks at what they're doing now versus, you know, going forward and they think the grass is greener on the other side, but the grass is greener on the side that you water. So just put a lot of, uh, you know, attention to it and uh, it'll get green. Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. With all the success you've achieved in your second business life now, um, what's your biggest challenge? Um, deciding what to say no to. I mean, there's so many opportunities that have just opened up for me. Um, it's just making sure I say no to the right things. Because if I say yes to the wrong things, I'm saying no to the right things. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. Is there anything that drives you crazy about your business now? No, man. I mean, you know, when I truly tell you that this is a dream business, it really is. I mean, I get to work with amazing people all over the world. I get to help them out. I get to make my own schedule. I work less than 100 hours a month for the most part. A lot of times I work over that just because I love it, but... Um, you know, literally I could get hit by a bus. You wouldn't hear any more podcasts from me or crazy videos, but the business would keep growing. And that's just a a really cool feeling. Absolutely. How do you manage the financial aspects of your business? In what way? Uh, making sure, so the folks that are, how do you track the, collect the money, track the money, uh, make sure everything gets done properly. Yeah. So I basically automate the crap out of my business. Okay. So I I manage everything through Infusionsoft, um, especially on the billing from if credit cards get declined, automation kicks off. If credit cards are about to expire, automation kicks off. Um, You know, one of the things that at the agency that we struggled with is accounts receivable, right? People paying on time. And so what I found is now with technology, you can automate it and make it. And when you automate it, Give them the ability to pay with a credit card. It just makes it easier rather than the checks in the mail. I can't tell you how many times I heard that damn thing, the checks in the mail. It's because we made it hard for them. And so literally all my billing is automated. I don't ever take it. Literally, I've taken one check in two years to the bank. That's it. Wow. That is a great solution to that issue. I know that obviously the world of marketing changes all constantly. Um, it seems like every week there's a new social network, there's a new app, um, there's always something coming out that's just like we just saw with Gary with Snapchat, and now what's after Snapchat? Um, how do you stay on top of it all? How do you stay on the cutting edge? 
Yeah. Well, two things. I want to tell you what I think is the next really cool thing that I started using. I'll tell you that to you in a second. But um, it's really about dividing my week up, okay? And so when I get really busy or really want to get really focused, my Mondays are my build and discover days, right? Where I'm, I'm basically listening to podcasts, uh, listening to audiobooks because I can't. My I have attention to um, problems when I try to read a book. Well, you know, watch videos, just learn, okay, and just play around with really, really cool stuff, right? So one of the apps I'm playing around with now it's called Anchor. It's like a radio station on Twitter where two yep, minutes. Joel Comp just told me about that last week. I mean, it is awesome. So. Um, and I'll, you'll probably ask me more questions on that, but it's just an amazing software that people are just starting to experiment with. Um, but and, and then the rest of the week, uh, like Tuesday through Thursday, are my profit days. These are where I'm promoting and I'm marketing. Okay, and then Fridays I take off. I don't work on Fridays. I put down technology on Saturdays, and then Sundays I start tr- trying to gear up um, toward the night, but. So I just de- dedicate time to researching these tools and checking it out. You know, I started messing around with, you know, Snapchat and that kind of stuff. And, you know, for my audience right now of who I'm targeting, they're not on it yet. But I'm starting to mess around with it, you know, kind of skating where the puck is going to be. But I think uh, right now one of the coolest things, like I said, is Anchor. Um, and it's, it's just a really cool tool. Awesome. Um, I know that you are a voracious learner. You just mentioned your discovery time. Um, what is What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? And you can't quote a book you wrote yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, one of them is uh, Winning Ugly by Brad Gilbert. It's about uh, tennis, but you can apply it to business as well. And it's really pretty cool because it talks about the most important point is the setup point before you win the game. And most people concentrate on, um, you know, the point right, be- you know, right at when you win. But, you know, most people are not setting themselves up for success. And that's really what the, the book talks about. So I like that one. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I don't read a, a lot of books. Um, you know, it's kind of like I'm just looking and watching all kinds of videos um, you know, out there, I started re- reading the Tony Robbins book, the financial one, but money master, the game, yeah, the, the money master. So I started reading that and, uh, about a quarter of the way through, but my attention just is not there. Okay. Fair enough. Um, who do you follow? Who do you listen to? Where do you go for advice and inspiration? Well, I, we've already mentioned him, Gary Vanderchuk. Right. You know, he's just a a badass dude, and, um, you know, he just tells it how it is, and he's a, a practitioner, right? And then, obviously, Tony Robbins uh, is a big inspiration, um, you know, of all the, the stuff that he, he puts out. And uh, between those two guys, you know, you pretty much got it, got to work. You got the, the head game and then the taking action, right? Absolutely. For um, the amazing business you're running now, who is your um, ideal client for that? Yeah, so it's uh, digital agency owners that are anywhere from you know 300,000 in revenue all the way up to 10 million that are struggling with leads. 
They're struggling with figuring out how to scale, figuring out, you know, how to hire, <laughs> you know, how to deliver, you know, all kinds of challenges. But, uh, you know, I know that persona better than anybody. Absolutely. You have lived it, come out successfully on the other side, and are happy to show us the way. Yeah. What is the uh, best place for them to go to learn more about you? Yeah, the, the best one is to go to the website, jasonswank.com. I'm not related to Hillary, and my family does not own that magazine. So Swank is spelled S-W-E-N-K. So you go to jasonswank.com. Okay. Um, anything you want to share with our audience or anything I should have asked you that I didn't? No, man. You know, the, the biggest difference between probably what your audience where, where they're at now and where they want to go is just taking action. And, uh, you know, I always have a motto, action leads to transactions. And, um, you know, you just got to take the first step. I mean, even if the first step is not the best that you can do, you know, like what I'm doing with a couple of my videos, I look back six months ago and some of those videos look like I was a, a hostage, <laughs> you know, it's, but, but, you know, it's, it's built me up. So just do it. That is too funny. I, I still have, I mean, I've got like 500 videos on YouTube and I still have two or three people who come in every day who found the, like the very first video I ever did where I had a flip cam and I put it on my desk and you can see me like run around to the other side and sit in front of it and start talking. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, just, just get it done. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. Absolutely. Um, great advice. Fascinating interview. Incredible success story. Uh, this has been Seth Green with Jason Swank of JasonSWENK.com. Um, I am a member of that site. I am a paying client of Jason's. I am a member of uh, his digital agency owner gr closed membership group on Facebook. I highly suggest if you are in the target demographic, you join as well and consume everything he offers because it's great content. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>